you're listening to her podcast, and I'm so excited you're listening. With me today is my co-host, Vincent Spano, who just happens to be my husband. And really, he is the person I look up to the most as a spiritual um, leader. And um, he has helped me um, profoundly in my own faith. Um, But sometimes he goes through funks and hard times like we all do. And so after hearing from many women who happen to struggle with their husbands, um, not really leading in the way that they're meant to and the way that their wives need them to, my husband and I decided to speak... um, to speak really from our own experience. Um, so without further ado, um, the question is, what should a wife do when her husband isn't leading? Maybe he's going through a funk, a hard time spiritually, or maybe there's a deeper root, but what make, what what should a godly wife do? And to be honest, like we all struggle with it every now and then. And I think sometimes we can look on people we respect and admire People that give give advice and are um, um, just seem to like do it all right, and we assume that they've mastered it, or just because they have the answer, um, we assume that they've overcome. But we don't live in a world where anybody is perfect. And while someone might be able to spit out an answer, um, and and really they they do know the truth, they know the answer. But I guarantee that they still struggle to live it out because nobody's perfect and we are all sinners. So keep that in mind. Like Vincent and I, we we know the answer and we have not mastered it, but we are a work in progress. So um, we're going to give you some tips on what you can do if you are in this situation. Um, so let's dive in. Vincent, what are some tips that you can give our listeners? Uh, well, first, I would say um, the most important in any situation where there's a problem uh, is to pray and wait. Um, she can basically, or the wife can basically ask for the Lord to pull him back and to ask the Lord to want to have a relationship with him or for the husband to want to have a relationship I know it sounds kind of detrimental, but uh, to ask the Lord to make his life more difficult, which kind of automatically happens <laughs> when you don't have a relationship with God, everything falls apart in every way. Um, but it'll really pull him back. It, it pulls me back um, to the Lord whenever, whenever things get hard. It, it's kind of just how it goes. Um, and a lot of the times, if, if, I, if I'm really, when I'm really close to the Lord, if I notice sometimes I'm not spending time with him like I should. I ask God to make my life more difficult, as weird as that sounds. And I always ask him, Lord, if I stray from you or if I get so far that you would not allow me to live my life away from you or far from you, that you would just cause things in my life to crumble, to pull me back towards you. And It's just like really extreme, but it just shows like his heart behind it. You know, like he, he really has a heart for the Lord. And I... I, you know, I, I really admire and respect that. And his dad's kind of the same way. So, anyways, continue. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just the trust that I have for God that he's not going to give me anything that I can't handle. It's like me asking Madison, you know, if you make something difficult for me, I, I know she's not going to do it too much because she loves me and she knows what I can handle. The same thing for the Lord. He understands even more. And he's not going to do that um, because the most important thing to him is 
all of our relationship with him and spending time with him. So um, whether even we know that or not, it's it's the most important thing to it should be the most important thing to us. Um, and a woman should never lead in a relationship um, when it comes to husband and wife. It it's really hard when she tries to take that leadership role. Um, and it can change the whole dynamic of the relationship. It can throw everything off. So it's really important to stay the follower. It, you know, it sounds hard, uh, depending on your, the type of woman that you are, the type of person that you are. Um, but I promise you that it, it is a lot easier in the long run. And it is how God intended it to be. Um, I mean, to be honest, like a woman, like she wants like her husband to adore her, to like, to provide for her, to, um, um, to like lead her and to protect her. And these are like needs that we have. And I think that if we've had a bad experience with like our father or, um, a, a different, like another male role model in our lives, we kind of like, we buckle up against like, like letting a man lead, but then we also forfeit all those things that we so desire too. So it's kind of a catch 22. And so if there's like something really causing you to like be fearful or untrusting of your husband, then maybe even work through those things before you um, and really stop praying for him to lead and start working through the areas that are keeping you from allowing him to lead. So yeah, um, and going further with that, um, it's, it's a good idea to, to be a good example to continue to seek the Lord in your own um, relationship um he'll see you following the lord uh, he'll see you seeking god um not changing not wavering um continuing to be respectful towards him and loving him it'll almost make him feel bad for doing what he's doing i know it makes me feel bad if i one morning get up late for work and didn't do my quiet time and my wife's sitting there praying i just <laughs> don't feel too good about that it makes me kind of sad but good to know <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it, it reminds me of the verse, First um, Peter 3, 1, and I know this is for about an unbelieving husband, but I mean, it goes for any man or for any woman whose husband is not seeking the Lord actively like he should. Um, it's, uh, wives in the same way, submit yourselves to your, to your husband so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. Um, and that's super important. Um, it's kind of a way for her to to speak without speaking, um, and to lead in a way without having to lead. Um, and it really draws the husband back. Um, it, it works with me big time because it, it's, it's just hard for me to see my wife going by herself. Um, and just to continue to wait on the Lord and he'll, he'll answer any prayer that you ask him specifically bringing your husband back. It's a seeking him and being close to him because you can't force him on your own. Um, it has to be his own relationship, his own, his own walk with the Lord. You can't walk that walk for him. Just like when you're younger and your parents have a strong relationship with the Lord, you can't, you can't ride on their tailcoat. You have to allow your husband in the same way to seek the Lord himself. Um, so what is it like, what does she do in the case that her husband um, has never followed the Lord or may, may even not be a Christian. Um, just the same thing that I spoke about, you need just to, to be a good example when he 
uh, maybe he is an atheist or maybe he makes fun of you for seeking God or being a Christian or not understanding, um, show him with your action what it means to be a Christian, not just but by talking, but by literally showing it may be you just become a Christian after you were married or were a Christian before you were married. Um, he needs to see that difference between you and him. And he needs to see that difference between you and other people. Um, because he's not really going to want to, if he doesn't see any change at all. Um, so that's the, the largest thing. Um, yeah, I know for, I know for me growing up in a family where I was the one to do everything I cooked and cleaned and I, I raised my brother's, um, I had four little brothers and was responsible to take leadership at an age, which I really never should have had to um, because, you know, my stepdad didn't, um, he didn't lead. And um, I remember him like growing up, he was kind of just in his room on his computer um, and I we never saw him. Like, so that was kind of weird, a weird dynamic for me coming from that where, um you know, I didn't really have a father figure to show me what it looks like to lead or even to have a mom to display what it looked like to follow. Um, this caused a lot of confusion as a newlywed. I, um, I felt like I was constantly bumping heads with Vincent. Um, and I really, I didn't trust him to make decisions. And I, I certainly um, was not going to follow. But I've learned over the years the beauty behind letting a man lead. Really, um, a wife cannot have it both ways. She either lets her husband lead in every aspect or he's going to give up leading at all. Um, so many times I hear a woman say that her man isn't praying with her, providing in the way that he should, or has resigned to, to almost like sitting on the couch with like the ball game on and like checked out from, from like stirring the pot altogether. Like he's afraid to like speak um, because his wife is so... Um, I don't know, intense. <laughs> That's the only word I can think of. Um, but these same women are the ones typically to badger, nag, and put down their husbands. A man naturally wants to lead. This is what I what I find. Um, this this really is, a, is, is like a God-given need that he has. Um, and it plays into his need to feel respected. Well, on the other hand, a woman feel like, you know, we want to feel like adored and loved. But the thing is, we compromise everything when we fail to respect our husbands, to appreciate even his small efforts, um, like, um, I don't know, like taking the initiative initiative to do the dishes, or I don't know, um, just those like small things that we overlook, um, and we, we, we don't encourage him. Um, he won't lead if he knows that you don't trust him, um, and he won't lead if he's afraid of getting like backlash at every turn. He'll resign to a like passivity and like a lack of regard. Um so yes, we all want our husbands to lead us spiritually, to pray for us, with us, to do Bible studies, and intimately connect in a way that only a faith connection can do. But do you let him lead in the areas where it takes faith in God, who has called you to follow not just your man, but follow God as he commands you to submit? Your husband needs you to, to do this. He, um, yeah, he'll make wrong decisions. And like my husband has, really, I can only think of one. <laughs> but um, this doesn't this doesn't mean blindly follow. Of course, there there should always be like discussions. Um, and, and a great leader, like my husband always tells me this, a great leader always serves. Like he's, he's not seeking to like get one up on you or 
he shouldn't be seeking to get for himself. Like a, a good leader, a godly leader serves. Um, and he always views himself as lower. So, but at the end of the day, when you are head to head, he gets to make the decision. So like you guys discuss it, you talk about it, um, the budget, the finances, the, how you're going to discipline your kids, like whatever, like you guys discuss it. And if you guys don't agree, like ultimately he gets to make that final say. And I know for me, like I always struggle to like accept that with grace. Like I get really sassy and like I get really, um, I don't know. Like it, it takes me, a, it takes me a day or two to come around. Um, and I, and honestly, I think that's okay. But what I really am learning to do is to accept that with dignity and with grace and with trust in him and God ultimately that even if my husband makes a wrong decision that God is going to ultimately turn it for my good because he sees that I am obeying God first and then obeying and respecting my husband um and God God sees my heart behind that and and that's like precious to him so he will not allow me to be taken advantage of um in, in a huge way or to like you know so um last question I want to ask, um, Vincent, what makes a man not want to leave? Um, really a, a whole lot of things. I mean, it just depends on, um, the attitude, but a couple of things are when the wife takes control of prayer, maybe like dinner time or, uh, whenever there's a problem or a struggle. Um, so like, wait, can I interrupt maybe, you? Yeah. So like what, so what do you mean by that? So like if, I guess, so that just means, like, if, if the husband doesn't take the lead to pray, then just don't pray, or, like, pray to yourself? Like, what do you mean? I would just say um, to maybe pray to yourself, or maybe talk to him afterward, or say, hey, it would mean a big deal to me if you would pray. So um, say it in a positive way. Say it in a positive way. Don't be like, why don't we pray, or why don't we do this okay. anymore? Why don't, you know, just say, hey, it would mean a lot to me, and I really want to do this. Um, okay. or maybe, you know, yeah, just ask him afterward. Um, but another thing is getting to church, um, you know, any church event or anything like that with your family, allow him to get everything together on Sunday morning or Wednesday or, uh, Wednesday night, or just whenever you're going to do something, just don't, I guess, remind him, don't. So what if he doesn't? I would just honestly go without him. Okay. If he's not going. But, go, but don't have an attitude about it when you get don't back. Don't have an attitude. <laughs> don't push him to say, hey, are we going to church? Are we going to church? Are we going to church? Okay. You don't want to be dragging your husband to church because okay. then you see, then you're leading him. Okay. Go, go without him. And honestly, I've been left at home before. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to the time, or I'm tired and I don't communicate. And it's funny because like my husband, it like okay, so I was raised with a military background, and so I take five minutes to take a shower. I am like ready, like at the door, like ten minutes prior. And my husband is not that way. So that was like a huge like something I have had to learn to have grace in. Um, so yes, he has been left at home. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get there on time a lot of the time and I'll get there. It's, there's just no, um, it's kind of a, I don't know. I can't think of the word. It's not chaotic, <laughs> but it's. A little tense. <laughs> a little, 
I'll get there, I promise. He'll, 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 he'll have followed me. Like, he'll have driven separately. <laughs> yeah, I'll get there, I promise. Um, but, any, but anyways, yeah. Um, what does it look like? Um, I, you were, you mentioned, or you were going to mention, like, having a gentle and calm spirit. Yeah, I mean, um, another thing that may keep him from leading is if you're, you know, trying to control any type of important aspect. Um being very opinionative and controlling. Um, a wife, like you said, has a role in making decisions. Um, but when she comes off as controlling or disrespects her husband's decision or undermines him, um, it really deters him from leading spiritually and physically. And she should all, all she would all she should always follow him with a gentle um, and, and calm spirit. And I like to say calm spirit um, because quiet spirit to me almost seems like or makes a woman think that she has no say that she has no decision or even that um, like because i'm not quiet so that's always d- discouraged me like okay so like i'm like i feel like i talk a lot like i'm very loud I'm, I'm obnoxious like i have a lot of energy and i feel like that quiet and calm spirit that's always confused me so yeah think of a, a, a like a like calm waters like maybe not necessarily quiet because you hear the mm-hmm. birds chirping but the water is still calm it's not yeah. moving it's kind of peaceful but a woman should always have you know a say or kind of help her husband be there to help her husband make a decision give him wisdom because nobody's perfect i mean something a, I mean a, a wife can always have you know, a different mindset or a different thought because men and women are completely different and God brought us together to in marriage to be that perfect union. Yeah. Um, I did want to touch on that, like, quiet and calm spirit. Like, I, I like the distinction that he made because um, one thing that I used to be very, like, self-conscious about was, like, how, like, talkative I was. Um, and I felt like I wasn't, like the woman God wanted me to be because I was like not, I didn't have that gentle and like quiet spirit, you know, but I've come to see that it like what Vincent said, like, so I'm just kind of rephrasing what he said. So you understand if you relate to me in that, in that, um, instance, um, it, it really just means like having a gentle and quiet spirit, not, not personality, but spirit. So like, you know, when I do my quiet time in the morning and I spend time with the Lord and I submit to him or I surrender to him and I'm trusting him, to to lead me and to um to really turn everything out for good for me i'm not going through the day like stressed out and anxious and frantic and oh my gosh like what what if this happens or oh my gosh like i can't believe this happened like i'm able to like pray and say okay lord like well i know you're in control so i give i give this to you and so like that gives me like a gentle and quiet spirit like i'm not freaking out i'm not angry all the time like because i trust god um, so it has nothing to do with personality. It, personality. It has everything to do with spending time with the Lord and, and um, you know, just like meditating with Him and um, kind of like getting centered with Him, I guess. Um, and then, and so, do you have a, one last point? Or yeah, I just wanted to say one more thing for for maybe any man that's listening, or for for any wives who need you know to see how how their husbands should be and. In, um, in reaction to what we just spoke about, um, and it comes right after. Um, in 1 Peter 3, 7, um, where it says, Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner. 
and his heirs with you the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Um, it's important um, as hus- as a husband to be, you know, considerate of your wife, um, being the follower, like, like Madison said, not taking advantage of listening to, uh, remembering that, you know, you can't just walk all over your wife with every decision you make and regardless of whether that hurts her or not, because, you know, God would never do that to us. Of course, he makes the final decision, but he does, you know, what's best for us um, because he loves us and because he he cares for us and he's not going to do anything to harm us. And that's exactly what a husband should do for his wife. That's really good. it's, It's funny for me because like my husband is literally like the perfect compliment. Like I have never, ever wondered if I married the wrong spouse because like he's like like absolutely perfect for me um I was always afraid of like that um you know just how I grew up I was always afraid of what that was going to look like to submit and um because you know I I I went to church my college years um and um I don't know I I, that was a real hang-up for me um getting married and having to put myself under somebody when really the authority figures in my life had never really been worthy of that um um you know so anyways for me that was that was a challenge but Vincent is I mean when he says like to listen to your wives and to take into consideration their concerns or their um what they want um or what they need um he 9 times out of 10 when we have a disagreement like he gives in to me even if he doesn't want to or he doesn't think it's right um he will give in to me because he really really is a servant and he is that is what makes him a great leader is that when I, I know that when he's like, no, this is what we're doing, I know, okay, well, then he must either know something that I don't, or he really believes in this. And even if he's wrong, he he's standing his ground now. So I'm going to respect that. And I'm going to let him lead. Um, because that is loving him as my husband. And that is obeying God. Um, so that is, these are like all the, you know, these are the answers. And these are what we know we should be doing. But, you know, it's a fight to even, like, def- to defy our own pride, um, our own laziness, and our own natural inclination towards not doing what we know we should do in marriage. Um, and, yeah, it's it's so easy easy to play the, the blame game. And to really feel sorry for yourself and give up when you feel like your husband isn't leading. Um, but don't. Fight. Um, this, this really is part of the process everybody goes through. Um, in marriage, whether you are Beth Moore and her husband, I'm, I'm assuming they have the same problems because, like, they're not, you know, sit, like excluded from, you know, life's hardships. Um, but or if you're, I don't know, like anybody, like we all go through this, and you know, we'll we'll get to a mountaintop only to go through it again. Um, and and you know, my husband always does this, like, what is that thing that you do, like, where you're Making progress, but plateauing. No, like you know, where you're like this, and you're always going up. So you're like making progress, and you'll have like little bumps in the road where you go down sometimes. But like, or you'll like fail, but like you're still like making progress, and you're like, um, you know, you're you're going up on the graph. Um, you couldn't see my hand moving. <laughs> so, but that's what like that's what he always tells me. Um. So, anyways. Just, like, like keep pushing through. What sets the best marriages apart, the ones that you look up to, um, apart from the ones that have failed, 
um, is that is the women that are standing by their husbands faithfully, full of dignity, and ready to forgive them time and time again. Um, so anyways, thanks for listening. If you have any questions and would like Vincent and I to delve into that, feel free to message me. But until, the, uh, until then, we will see y'all next week. Bye.